Hello boys and girls, welcome to the Cool Kids Lunch Table Podcast with PJ and Mike. Now please find yourself a seat at their table. Oh hey kids, I'm Mike. I'm PJ. And today, we will be ranking the Lord of the Ring films and the Hobbit films, um, all directed by Peter Jackson. And to help us out, we have our recurring uh, guest, special guest, Ms. Kirby Taylor. Welcome back, Kirby. Hey kids, um, today I'm going to be Kirby Baggins, I think. <laughs> well, thanks for coming back on the show. We appreciate you coming for another episode. And I think this is going to be an interesting one because I can tell you are a big Lord of the Rings fan. And I think you're going to learn pretty quickly that I might not be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and just to tell our audience, um, Kirby was with us uh, where we talked about uh, do modern movies suck? And she was fantastic on it. But just to tell you a little bit more about her, uh, she's from Minneapolis. She's a writer and creator. She has her own Instagram page called Popcorny Movies. Um, and just to kind of just talk about my origin story with Kirby, um, she, I, I wish I, you know, maybe took a screenshot of whatever meme she made. Because um, her, her Instagram is all, it's all about movies and she has these great memes. And I don't know what, it, I can't, I wish I really knew which meme got me hooked on her page. And then, um... I don't know, but things, you know, I started following her and then you, know, you start commenting and then I don't know, so things just kind of happen very organically. So um, when me and PJ and I started this podcast, when we told we wanted guests, I said, we got to get this this woman, I shouldn't say girl, this woman, I like, we got to get her on the show, man. This hobbit needs to yeah. be on the show. <laughs> so the, so it's, it's really, really means, uh, means a lot to us and uh, to me. So it's really great. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, so we're going to talk about Lord of the Rings today and The Hobbit, all that jazz. So we always start off with a childhood memory. Um, and this, and the first movie came out, I mean, the first movie, the, the animated one came out like 1977. I'm talking about the films itself. They came out in 2001, which seems like, whoa, what a lifetime right. ago. Um, so we were really, you know, teenagers back then. Um, but uh, so what's your, you know, just kind of keep it simple. You know, what's your favorite character from Lord of the Rings? Kirby, we'll start with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Um- it has changed over the years. When I first saw it as a 13-year-old, I will not lie, it was Legolas every day, all day. Mm-hmm. I had posters on my ceiling because I didn't have enough wall space for the <laughs> amount of Lord of the Rings paraphernalia that I owned. Um, so it was Legolas. But now that I'm in my middle Hobbit age, it's Samwise Gamgee till the end. Wow. Okay, that's Sean Astin's character, right? Uh, right, right. From everyone else, from, uh, uh, you know, Rudy. Uh, yeah. Very good actor, yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Goonies, and then, of course, the youngins just know him from Stranger Things, which is yes. funny to me. <laughs> right. Also good. PJ, what about yours? Do you have a favorite character? Um, I, I do have a favorite character, and I think it's not one anyone else is going to say, but I will say this before I give my favorite character. I remember the first time I saw Fellowship of the Ring. Yeah. We went together. I I have it on my thing. Let's talk about that. Go, 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 go. We went together, and I am fairly certain that I just fell asleep in the theater at about six-hour mark, and the movie was still going on. (laughs) And it was – who I know me and you went together. I think our friend Dan was there. Yeah, and I think there was another dude. I don't know who was was there. I don't remember. I – 
Maybe Eric. I was going to say, if I had to guess, I would have said, I would have said probably Eric or I can't see who was with us at that time. Right. But I yeah, remember yeah. going to see that movie and falling asleep in the theater and missing <laughs> half of it. Uh, so that was my first childhood memory of right. Lord of the Rings. Um, but then if I had to pick a favorite group of people in the movies, I would, of course, pick the dwarves. I'm a big fan right. of the dwarves. Um, and my favorite dwarf is Gimli. But aside from that, my favorite uh, overall character that's been in any of the six movies is uh, is Radagast. Oh, interesting. Wow. Yeah, and and the reason for that is he's a, he's a he's a friend to the animals and he's a friend to nature. And I think anyone who knows me knows that I'm a I'm a big animal guy. I, I love animals, and, and not just like the cats and dogs of it all, but like. You know, yeah. I love a chipmunk and a squirrel, and I just I have a I have an affinity for animals and, and things like that. So the fact that he was like the nature guy and the animal guy, I uh I always liked him. Right, right. Oh, PJ, you like that. I was gonna talk about. I see that movie in the in the. Uh, I remember um uh you were I, I remember like maybe a few months after it came out. I remember walking with this. I was hanging out with other friends. I remember there was a group of kids. Um, walking around as a fellowship, there was a kid dressed up as like not even cosplay, just like goofy. Like they must have like a spur of the moment thing. This kid had like a you ever see those things that hold like your pots in a garden? It has like, like that hook. He was supposed to be Gandalf, and I'll never forget it in a parking lot. And they just it was shepherd like, hook. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and I remember this kid was just, I didn't even know it was some random kid. Like you know, used to hang out in parking lots. I just remember walking around on foot, and these like four guys were just goofing off. But that was really funny. But my favorite. <laughs> Uh, character is uh, is Gollum, you know, Smeagol. I just love every time he's on screen, I feel like the movie just gets really intense. And I just, I love his voice. I love his just, you know, he's just weird looking. He's just like, he's just a standout character. He's always just, but every time he's in a scene, all of a sudden the movie is like a different vibe. I'm always like, yeah, you know, he's weird. I just love him, man. I just love that character. It's freaky and just. I could talk about Andy Serkis for Oh yeah, he's great. And I I love that he is now in films as himself. You yes, know, Claw, I as a in the Marvel universe, and you know, more recently he's been in the Star Wars universe. So obsessed. I love that he's kind of be, gotten beyond the digital and able to play himself, and he's still next level amazing. He is great. I agree with that 100. That is a that is a, a true statement. I mean, he's so known for being the voices and the like, you know, behind the scenes for the the CGI characters, but he's so emotive just as himself. He's great. Yeah. So, uh, so listeners, what we're going to do right now is we're going to go by, uh, we're going to do the original trilogy. Then we're going to do into the Hobbit trilogy, but we're doing as we're going to talk about each film in the order that they were released. And mm-hmm. at the end, then we'll rank them. We'll put them, uh, right. The six movies. Yeah. So we'll put yep. them from, uh, you know, worst to, you know, to, to best, you know, in our, yes. so we'll rank them. But- I want to preface this with a confession. Sure. Um, I saw the first three Lord of the Rings in theaters a combined 42 times. That is a what? lot of times. Oh, my God. I That's so many times to see that movie. That means you haven't stopped watching the movie since they came out because they the <laughs> first one's about, I don't know. 86 hours? Yeah. I, I, you, know, really, you might have just watched each one once. I don't know how you could have found time to watch 42. Right, movies, right. But. They're so long. Yeah, we definitely reacted differently to these films. Yeah. Yeah. I would and say probably did. Yeah, yeah. Back to you, Mike. Yeah, no, I so um yeah, so we're gonna just gonna start off and uh I don't like I said, the only 
year I have of the films is all I have is the first one. So we're starting from 2001, which is unbelievable. Yeah. I think, and I think for the, the original trilogy, I think they came, you know, you know, 2001, 2003, yep. so, which yep. is uh, in December, cool. yeah. Um, yeah, 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 that's right, right. So, but yeah, Kirby, take lead us off. You're your lead off hitter. Uh, you know, uh, tell us, you know, what do you think about Fellowship of the Ring, the first one, Bing Bam Boom. <laughs> yeah, and I. I... I kind of need to set the stage too a little bit for my sure. <laughs> journey into these films. You know, I did not grow up with the books. I did not grow up with the cartoons. I didn't know anything about the series other than reading The Hobbit in school. That was one of our required readings. And so right. in 2001, I don't know if you guys remember, but it was the same year that the very first Harry Potter film came out. I was just about to say that you stole my thing. Yes. <laughs> Sorcerer's Stone came out the same year. And wow. I was huge into Harry Potter, huge. And so the reviews for that film were not great, which I think as a whole, we can probably now agree on. Um, and basically the reviews I read were, you know, all the magic and world building that we wanted in Harry Potter were shipped off to New Zealand and put in the Lord of the Rings films. And I, for some reason, took that so personally. Yeah. <laughs> they would say that about Harry Potter, but, um, you know, the reviews were so fantastic. And back then I would see anything in theaters. I don't know if you guys went through that phase too, but just anything, anything. It was like five bucks, yeah. you know? Yeah, that was, it didn't that's, matter. That's time. Yeah, that was like a thing to do. Like, I don't, I'm yeah. kind of, uh, apologize, but just like you said, like, I remember being like, and that teenager's like, you either went to the pool hall, you went to the diner, you went to Taco Bell, you went bowling, yep. all these like, <laughs> you went to the and you didn't need a lot of money <laughs> to do these things. You just, yeah. yes. your parents gave you yes. an allowance. It was enough to get a meal and see a movie, you know? And maybe do yep. something after, get an ice cream cone somewhere, you know? So. Right, right. So yeah, I went into the Fellowship of the Ring expecting not to like it, having absolutely no background in the film. And then from there, you know, signed on for a lifelong of obsession. So uh, I have a lot of good things to say about the first one, you know, entering into a brand new universe uh, from scratch was done so beautifully and so textured, detailed, that I, I was immersed immediately. You know, I wasn't struggling to follow. I wasn't wondering who was what, you know, it was just so simply done. Um, and beautifully done. This is um, my second favorite in the series. But yeah, uh, I just thought it was the perfect entry into this mm -hmm. world that we had to kind of catch up on pretty quickly. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh. Oh, DJ's that in a, a second. What do you got, man? So, yeah. All right. What, so what the was very, the exact moment you fell asleep is what I want to know. The exact moment I fell asleep was probably around the 45 fifth minute of just glamour shots of mountains i uh i i, I my first comment on this movie i, I took mm -hmm. notes that i knew i was going to talk about i wrote it's very long was the yeah. first thing yeah. i wrote yeah um i also wrote i just i i also did not go into this as like a big fan of the books or having read all of it i think i might have skimmed through them and all but i, I wasn't like a huge fan of it so mm -hmm. I understood that there were how the move how the movie was going to start, but the middle was going to be in the end. But I didn't know much more than like yeah. the very, 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 very basics. Um, I felt like watching this movie; it could have ended so many times, and I would have been much happier. But then it just wouldn't end. So, like at one point, we're on one of the mountains because all we do are climb mountains, and they're like, "And we shall be known as the Fellowship of the Ring." And then I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." Okay. Uh, and then we start going back, and we're like, I guess it's not over. Never mind. And then like another six hours goes by, and they're like, 
and now we have the ring or whatever some shit. And then I'm like, oh, yeah, they got it. I can go, I can go pee now because that's over. No. Oh, so I'm just no. going to sit back down. I got 12 hours left. And it just kept happening. And I'm like, oh, my God, this movie should have ended so many times. I understand if it would have, it wouldn't have lined up with the books because the books right. they have. But oof, it was just so long. I can- and I didn't care about most of the characters. I got to be honest. Uh, okay. I can't wait to hear you talk about the end of Return of the King. I cannot uh, wait. I, I might have fallen asleep Ending on that. one. Ending two. two it ending just five. Off. And then right. you, you said this is probably your second favorite in the series. Now, I don't know if that means... When you say... You mean out of all six? Or do you mean... Three. Okay. Three. Okay. Okay. Because okay. I, ha- I won't rank my movies yet. But I will okay. say... One of the comments I put on my notes for Fellowship of the Ring is probably one of my least favorite Lord of the Rings movies. Uh, I put that okay. in there. And I think because it, I couldn't get sucked into it because it felt so long that I just was like, well, now I don't care about the next six movies that have to come out or whatever it was. Um, so those are my comments on Fellowship of the Ring. I will end with a positive um, because I, I, I hear that's a thing people should do. It does look... Oh, yeah. Beautiful. The, Beautiful. The cinematography, the choices he made with his directing, the location, costuming. the costuming. It looks, it's a spectacle. It looks fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, PJ, uh, I was, was going to say comment. I always thought you would like Lord of the Rings because, you know, you're into comic books. So I was always, I was always surprised you didn't ever got into it. But um, first of all, I wanted to talk about uh, is uh, Peter Jackson, just some of his other movies that, you know, he made a movie called, basically almost like you're into like Evil Dead, those kind of films. It was called Dead Alive. I think it's, this has two different titles, Dead Alive, maybe Brain Dead, that I think. That's the one with the puppets? Um, I'm at, I only saw it once, but that's the famous scene where the guy ties a uh, a lawnmower on his chest and he's like mm-hmm. basically like plowing through people. Right. Um, he made King Kong, you know, the, re- you know, the you know, remake. But I think one of, I think mm-hmm. a super duper underrated film, and I love it, is Frighteners. That movie is Badass on Michael J. Fox. That movie still looks awesome. It looks anyway. Mm. Uh, but yeah, for Heavenly me, Creatures. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, for this movie, uh, I I didn't know anything about these things. Kind of like you, Car. I just kind of walked in, and um, I do agree with PJ. There's that one point in the movie where like they're at that round table. Like, we got the Fellowship of the Ring. It felt like an end, and all of a sudden it was like, okay, you have the next part. But like I said, I this, I'm just I haven't seen these movies. Yeah, I might be rewatching these movies. Maybe two maybe three times each but long time ago so i'm just total in total not per year no no, yeah (laughs) yeah but if uh, i watched those movies two to three times per year i wouldn't have time to do anything else oh that actually explains a lot of my life right 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 but i think for me i do agree that the 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 movie looks great it's very immersive i remember just the first like maybe 15 20 minutes where you're meeting Bilbo, you mean in Gandalf, and they're in his house. I gotta have my background looking like his house. I remember that was cool. Um, just the way it's filmed, the way they're looking at the ring, what it's like, you know, they, they show what it's written on it and everything like that. Yeah, exactly. I always, and, um, you know, I love the actors in this film. I love uh, Ian Holm. I think he, he plays, um, you know, Bilbo, you know. Mm-hmm. He, I can't think of his character's name in Alien, the first one, but, um, but he's in that. He plays the android. Um, you know, um, and just the music, Howard Shore. I always like Viggo Mortensen. Uh, check out the movie A History oh, yeah. of Violence. That's a badass film. Um, Great film. I think, and then, like I said, this was. I think this this is a very good movie. You know, um, it, it is very good. It's definitely. I'll say it's in my top. I'll say that. Um, I think one of my favorite scenes, though, 
because we have a lot to get to, is I love the, I don't know if this is the pre- uh, correct name, but the, the ring rates, it's like those guys in the bland. Yo, I love they're coming around. I'm like, yeah, I love those guys. I feel like we need more of those yeah. guys running around, but I uh, I love that. I just love that scene and uh, meeting Gollum and all that stuff. Oh, really, it's a really, it, it's a fun movie, though. It is. If you're into fantasy, all that jazz, it's very, you know. Iconic great. visuals. Yes. Just, I can picture perfectly in my head, like the ring rape over the tree stump. Yes, yes. The hobbits are hiding. Yes. Yeah. Love it. Yeah, oof. it's visceral. Yes. Oof, oof. I thought they were Death Eaters. I guess I'm, I'm getting confused with the other right. movie. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't be so surprised if she took inspiration from that. And I love the Harry Potter films. I don't know. Okay, but which predates? Yes, which predates? Right. <laughs> yes, <laughs> very similar, I would say, yeah. too. When we have the Harry Potter episode, I'm also going to yeah. be on the. Uh, I'm also going to be on, on the outside episode? on that one too. Right. <laughs> so I, I volunteer for that one as well. But yeah, yeah I remember um, taking my dad to see the Fellowship of the Ring. One of you know the 16 times I saw it, and we got to the end, and they're standing there staring at Mount Doom in the distance. And he looks at me, and he goes, "They better get to that fucking mountain soon." <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, "Oh," and then credits roll. All right. Like, oh, there's two more. There's two more. Sorry. Awesome. So just going into the second film, The Two Towers, um, mm-hmm. I'll just start with this because I do like this movie a lot. This I actually saw this movie twice. I saw it the first time with my friends, maybe with PJ. I, yeah. And then maybe I saw it the second time actually with my dad because my dad had no one to see with, so I saw it with, with him a second time. But I for, you know, this isn't really, I'm not, not going to really do plot summaries here. I'm sure a lot of the listeners know these films, but. Things I just love about this film in particular, I love the Helm's Deep battle, you know, when Gandalf King's back, I mean, I mean, badass. I always love the tree people. I love those. I want to hang out with those guys. Tree beard. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I love that. I want to like hang out with them, you know. (laughs) Up on his shoulder and he'll carry you around. So um, great. And I thought this movie had like, like this movie felt like, like. Like, um, like, just like a, like a, ugh, like a dark, like a, ugh, like it felt like a bam, you know what I mean? Like, it's just like, Punch, like yeah. yeah, so, mm-hmm. Kirby, what about you? What do you think about the uh, two towers? Yeah, for me, uh, I get into arguments with people about this one because I find a lot of people choose this one as their favorite, uh, probably because it's the swiftest moving, right? And it has epic, yep. epic battle scenes. So I totally yep. get it. It's not my favorite of the three, though, because for me, it feels like a bridge. You know, we're we're just extending to to other battles, to other battles and ultimately the grandest battle. So um, I still love it, but it doesn't stand out to me as a favorite other than there's the the character development is better. You know, the humor is less forced than the first one. I think we're kind of coming into the characters a bit more. You know, Mary and Pippin are less. Uh, and more you know we have actually a a reason to be here and you know a journey to go on so even though they're all kind of broken up it's hard to follow broken up stories too right like you always are going to care about one more than the other so it's like you're literally in helm's deep and then all of a sudden you cut to the tree circle yeah and it's just like no no thank you you know let's get back to the battle where people are dying so i i thoroughly enjoy it of course i still saw it numerous times but it's just it just feels like a middle piece to me yeah no if totally fair i agree with a lot of those points Mm -hmm. mr pj pj's got his axe ready. he's got his dwarf axe ready yeah (laughs) I, i would say if 
Fitbit was around when these movies were, were coming out, yeah. if these characters were wearing a, foot, a Fitbit, they were logging way more than 10,000 steps in a day. These motherfuckers <laughs> walked. Um, yes. uh, I put in here, I will, I will start with a positive this time. Since I start with the negative last time, I'll start with the positive. The battle scenes are really top notch. You can't. Oh, yeah. They are epic battle scenes. Those are great. Uh, and I really like watching the battle scenes. And then, yeah, that's, uh, that's my positive. The end. Okay. The end. Um, no, I, I talk about Gollum. He becomes more important in this movie, obviously. He's a, I can, I would, I call him the Yoda of Lord of the Rings. Not because he's a good guy or. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Movie, that's very, that's very right, fair. I love he, that. He's PJ. introduced and he becomes like a very important character in this second movie. And he steals the movie, right? Mm. When, the same time when you watched Empire Strikes Back for the first time, which, by the way, if we're talking about holy trilogies, yeah, the yeah. original trilogy is the holy trilogy. This is not. Um, but the you're the, just throwing down comments that are going to start wars for the ages. Yeah, I'm trying. Uh, we we got to have some content for the reels. Um, the, <laughs> the, <laughs> but but I believe it, so it's 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 good. Like the first time you watch Empire Strikes Back and you watch that movie. Empire Strikes Back, greatest movie of all time. Sure, of course it is. But Yoda sticks out, and everyone's always doing the Yoda voice, right? Everyone wants to pretend to be Yoda and do, does their best Yoda impression. Mm. What? Are, yeah, right. Sounds <laughs> good. Do or do not. There is no try. Mm. Right. Like so, they everyone wants to do that, and then this movie comes out, and everyone's doing the My Precious, and they're trying to do like yes. he takes over the movie. It's a little computer animated little guy that takes over the movie, becomes very very popular. Talks funny. He's the Yoda of the franchise, and mm. for me, and again, not because of what his character does to move the plot along or right. anything like that. Just the sure. comparison yeah. of the impact that he had. Um, it's so iconic. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's something that always stuck out to me. Whenever I watch any sort of epic, right? Not just a movie. Sure, there are other trilogies, but an epic sort of trilogy, which this is, good or bad, right? It is. It does fit that tone of an epic movie. Mm-hmm. I compare them to Star Wars and I try and draw the comparisons because for me, nothing tops that that original Star Wars trilogy. And there are comparisons to be drawn um, in these movies. And I think that's a big one, the Golem slash Yoda comparison. They serve different points to the plot, but overall to the franchise have a very similar thing. Uh, again, it's very long. They don't make these movies short enough for me. My attention span is not six hours like it's it, it my attention span is an hour and Three. 30 minutes <laughs> my attention span is an hour and is a 90 minute movie if it's really good i'll give you like an hour and 45 minutes but you're, you're not getting me for more than that and expecting me to care anymore it's too mm-hmm. much it's too much of, of honestly nothing I, I mean because it's so drawn out it's just it's just drawn and drawn out because they're putting so much in there and for me if the book wants to be a thousand pages each, let the book be a thousand pages each. For the movie, give me something a little more concise. That's how I feel. Let me let me get in and out and enjoy some action, enjoy a couple of quick moments, and then let me move on with my day. I got you know I got work in the morning, I got school in the morning, I can't be out <laughs> till six right. a.m. watching right. some dwarves fight some ring rates. I don't have it in me. Yeah, I think it's just a difference in in how invested you are in the story right like I 
what they re-released the the Return of the King extended edition in theaters a, a few months ago, and I could have stayed there for three days. You know, I just wanted more, 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 more. So, you know, I, it, it's because I'm I bought in, right? I drink the Kool Aid. I'm in the Middle Earth world. I want to stay there as far for as long as I can. So it's I'm just a different much, investment. Yeah. I'm more of a sci-fi person. The Okay. The fantasy element and the the walking through the woods and the forests and and that's not just with Lord of the Rings either. Even like if you were to you know talk about like a Game of Thrones, right? Which right. obviously is is not the same, but you know it's the fantasy element. It's yeah. that same sort of a time period, that same sort of a look. I can't get mm-hmm. sucked into that. I I need futuristic. Mm-hmm. I need I need okay. some technology. I need some science fiction. I need an alien here and there. <laughs> okay, fair. Way to know yourself. That's yeah. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to kind of uh, bring it uh, to the end, so Re- Return of the King. So let me just start off with this. So this movie did win Best Picture. Okay. Yes. But. I have a sweep. Right. But but I before uh, I'm gonna, I'll say this. I don't. I'm not a big fan of this film. You know, I don't think it's a bad film. It's just out of the original trilogy, it doesn't really turn me on. I like the first two better. But it's still very good. You know, um, even though the ending is. It's slightly exhausting. I get why they had to do it. I get that. But I just want to talk about this for a second. For these, are, I just want to write. I want to list the movies that were were nominated for Best Picture of this year. Okay, here we go. Lost in Translation. That's a fantastic Pedro. movie, right? Master and Commander. I love that movie. Damn good movie. Mystic River. I think that should have won. Huh? That movie's bad. Wow. Whoa. Great film. Great film. Whoa. Yeah, folks, if you're listening, watch that. I mean, watch all the movies I just not I just said just now, but whoa, that film, damn. Um, and then I never saw this film, but Sea Biscuit, you know, with Tobey Maguire, okay. And there's this other Dr. movie, that, right? And these are other movies that were, that were nominated for Best Picture, but I think are very good also. Fan, Finding Nemo, awesome movie. Cold Mountain, awesome movie. Um, and Last Samurai, awesome movie. So that's uh, wow, that's like Murderer's Row right there. And, and here's a fun fact. Here's a fun fact about all these movies. Um, if you start Lord of the Rings, right, the, the, Re- the Return of the King, on one TV, and you push play, and then you only have that movie play on that TV, and on the other TV you play all the other movies back to back to back to back, and the other movies will end first, and then and then you can still catch the end of Return of the King. Right, right, right. I just kind of just finished up with my Return of the King. Return of the King is is cool. It's it's you know I look I this I guess if you haven't seen it, but I love the ending with you know with Gollum and he's fighting Frodo by the mountain. I mean that I guess he's my favorite character, man. He's just that whole that that's my favorite scene. That whole the wrestling <laughs> falls and oh man, that's just for me. That's my favorite scene. It's so good. So damn good. Everyone, he's, you know, they're all yelling at each other. Frodo's bugging out, and you got Sam trying to keep everything on, you know, uh, like a good balance. So I love that whole scene. But a very good movie overall. Breaking this ball, but very good film. Kurt, what about you? What's what do you think about Return of the King? It's really hard to follow follow those two. Um, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I mean, Return of the King is my favorite film of all time. So that may put us at, uh, you're never going to have me back on your show based on that. But uh, for me, uh, and I honestly think it should have won, the first two should have won Best Picture as well. Because for me, Best Picture films are epic. They are transcendent. They are 
a world unto themselves. They are game changers. They are, you know, they're, it's just next level storytelling. And for me, the Return of the King was as near to perfection as one of these films could get, you know, all the stories came together. Uh, the character development came to a perfect place. The costuming, the soundtrack. Oh, oh yeah. The oh, soundtrack yeah. alone, I, yeah, we could go on and on about it. It's its own character. And just all of those elements together were so next level that this film just sit atop on a different plane for me of what a movie could do, what it could accomplish, you know, the stories we could tell. Um, yeah, I, I just have nothing but great things to say about Return of the King. Yes, the endings were a bit much, especially, you know, after having a large Diet Coke and sitting there at a midnight showing. It right. can be a lot. It can be a lot. But, you know, like I said, I had subscribed from day one. And so for me, that film was absolutely a gift to fans for sitting through nine hours of a plot. Uh, so it, I felt it like it deserved a, that ending. You know, it, it worked very hard for they it. Earned it. They, yeah. earned it. Yep. <laughs> they earned it. Yeah, they went very far. Those steps were counted and, you know, they deserve to have those culminations of so many different things. So for a fantasy film, for an epic film, uh, yeah, I mean, even you had the top Helms Deep, right? Oh yeah, Helm's yeah. Deep was this battle that everyone will talk about, and then you know you have to have a battle for Pelennor Fields, and you know so they had elephants, oliphants, yeah. you know, with weaponized uh, uh, oliphants, and you know the they just upped it up again, and I didn't think it would be possible. So I literally sat through the credits the first time I saw it and cried. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah. I cried. I was emotional that it was over. You know, it was like saying goodbye to to people that you yeah. loved to hang out with. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I will say, I think out of the first three, this is probably the best one out of the the, mm -hmm. the original, the, the first Lord of the Rings trilogy. I, I think it's the best movie for Samwise. I think mm -hmm. it really yeah, yeah, yeah. gives him the most character development and gives him the most to do, right? Right. Um, and I, so I think good for him for having a moment. Uh, yeah. I also, I, I also cried when I saw the credits, happy tears, because I was mm. just so happy it was over. But I, <laughs> I knew you. <laughs> you couldn't give me one. Not even one. Um, I really, I appreciate the this trilogy for what it means to cinema and film and all that. I really do. It. it you can't deny the impact it has had on, on oh, yeah. movies since they started and they've started coming out and, you know, mm -hmm. the advancements that have happened in the film space and technology to just keep up with this movie. And you, you can't deny the impact it's had. Um, and I do think it was, look, I, it's the ending and it was not a bad ending. Um, it's the ending that they gave it a million years ago when they wrote the book. So, I mean, it is what it is, but just overall, I, even that, I felt like in this movie, it just, I'm like, can we just get this? Can we do something I, with this ring? Yeah, Please. I think, I, I think this is, you know, um, like kind of Kirby says, it's something you have to buy, buy into, you know what yeah. I mean? So it's, it's a, mm -hmm. I think it's a part of, but I think objectively, I think these movies are all very awesome movies. They are, you know, pound for pound. They're all great. I think my favorite part about these movies as a whole is like, 
you can feel Peter Jackson's is just like a vision. You can feel it. You know what I mean? Like obviously he has the book to base it off, but like you know, this is something that this is something that could have went like way bad. We we seem to go way, and he mm-hmm. really kept the, the the spirit of the books. You know, he just was very de- dedicated to keeping it to the books. This interview where he says like, "I'm this is this is this isn't my interpretation. This is the interpret of the book." You know, he's very loyal to it. I think these movies, you just I love movies that you can tell have a vision. You know, like movie like mm-hmm. Blade Runner, not a perfect film, but you can feel the vision. Not just visual, you can just feel it. You can feel the vibes, the tone. I always talk about tone, and this movie definitely has. Tone, you can just feel it. The the, the uh, has a. I think what this movie has has a sense of magic for sure. Mm. I think it has a sense of adventure, which is always great for films. And it does have a dark side. And I think I didn't think it really tells. It's it's really it's great storytelling. You really feel you're on this. You really feel the. Uh, um, I think movies are at their best when you can really feel like, like you said, you cried. It's also I think it's the thing where you feel like oh I guess it's like the best stories that that are ones that feel like there is a beginning and an end. You need that. Mm need that that makes movies really great i think other movie franchises suffer when they don't end it you know that's there's a reason why endings give things more meaning right (laughs) right kind of like death not to get morbid but death gives life purpose you know you don't have Mm -hmm. this you know so and we've totally lost that in marvel right you know somebody who dies in two and then they go in three and then they're back in five even if they're a variant it's lost its gravitas Mm-hmm. Yeah, hundred. That's a true statement, if ever one has been said. Right. Um. So then we get to the uh, the next movie in yeah. the in the saga, The Hobbit, which is The Hobbit: The Unexpected Journey. And there's something very unexpected about this film. You I like it. Like it. <laughs> wow. Okay. <laughs> uh, Start us off, PJ. Why do you like it? Why do you like this film? I think Bilbo as a character in these movies way more likable than Frodo is. Mm. Just you can connect Real- a little bit more. That's true. More entertaining as a character. I, it just could be maybe the acting's better. I don't know, but I I like him way better, and I'd much rather follow him on an adventure than uh, than Frodo. So that that made this movie easier for me to connect with. Also. I like the tone of this this movie. It was much lighter. There were a lot of you know funny moments, right. um, and and I was able to step back and appreciate a little bit more. It didn't always feel as heavy. I felt the other movies felt so heavy uh, right. and so long and drawn out because of the heaviness and not as much levity. I felt like this had more levity to it, so that was that made this movie a little more entertaining for me. Um, the dwarves that we meet in these movies are, uh, you know, great characters and and fun to watch, and that's. That's the difference between Unexpected Journey and the other mm-hmm. three movies. This one was much more fun to watch than the other ones were. And that's that's why I was able to get sucked into these this one a little bit more. Uh, again, I wouldn't say it's my favorite movie of all time or anything like that. But I would say um, I, I actually did enjoy this one and left this movie saying I would like to see the next one of these. Mm-hmm. Where I never said that with the original three movies. This one, I'm like, I would see another one of these. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they were as long. Um, I joke around about the length. They were they, they weren't were not, short. They weren't short. <laughs> yeah. but they didn't feel as long to me. Yeah, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Mm-hmm. 
I'm sure the levity helped too. I guess I have a hard time comparing the stories because, you know, The Hobbit is, let's go on an adventure. Like, we right. have That's treasure we're going to find. The book itself is, it's a very short book too, right? And uh, it's, right. it's one book. It's like this yeah. thin, and then it's stretched into three. But, I mean, The Lord of the Rings is, here's an evil object that's going to end the world, you know? So it's harder to start with a, this is just a fun adventure between dudes. Like it's a road trip film, you know? So I think it's hard to compare in that way. It's almost like the Hobbit should have come before the Lord of the Rings because it sets you up for what comes to follow, obviously, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, I'll just not really jumping ahead, but I, I really felt this trilogy should have really been just two movies, you know? Um, what? I think one. Or one if, movie. Right. Well, Hollywood, but I think I, I could see them making two out of it. I think there was room to make two. Sure. But yeah. for this, PJ, I totally agree. I love Martin Freeman as Bilbo. He, he really mm-hmm. is very charming as the role. Um, you know, I know like the barrel scene, that's, you know, it's a fun scene to watch. And I agree, PJ. I kind of wanted to, I kind of, I did, when this movie ended, I was like, damn, I want to see what happens next. So I agree with that. Mm. Um, and I love going back to my favorite character in these series, Gollum. When he meets mm. him like in the cave and he has to play, he plays like a riddle with him, like some kind of like a, a riddle. That, man, that's like my favorite, favorite thing. Like, you know. It is excellent. Um, so, but yeah. Um, pretty good film. Not a great film, but pretty good. A fun, fun, overall fun sure. to watch. Yep. I think uh, I would have enjoyed it more if I had not had the Lord of the Rings se- series before it. Right, right, right. Yeah. This just felt like a silly deleted scene to me, you know, of just yeah. a grander story. And that's on me. You know, that doesn't mean that you can't have these fun adventure right. films. I just, I wanted it to be its predecessor in so many ways. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 that's fair. Mm-hmm. I almost wonder if it's the opposite for me. I wonder if I would have enjoyed this less had it come first, uh, because I wouldn't have had to compare it to the other movies, which I, I wasn't as big a fan of. Right. I wonder if I, if not being a big fan of those movies and then coming into this and being surprised actually made me like it more. Yeah. <laughs> you and I are just always yeah. going to be. Yeah. This. Always going to be opposite. I enjoy that. So, which brings us to the second film. I think I have the right. Uh, oh, yeah. The D- Desolation of Smog, right? Smog. Yep. Okay. So, oh, for me, I think for me, for this, I felt this movie was very disappointing, in my opinion. I felt, like you said, I like, the, I like you said, PJ, you said, like, the first one was kind of lighthearted, you know, and I felt like this one, I, I like the lightheartedness, but I felt all of a sudden it got cheesy and it's starting to get corny, where I felt like now my skin's starting to crawl a little, my like, oh boy. You know yep. what I mean? And uh, trying too hard. Yes, and it just felt like I don't know. It kind of felt like a video game. Like they were getting into a problem. Mm-hmm. So like, oh we did it! I don't know. It was like this. I don't know. It just felt like jump, jump. Yeah, it just felt like yeah. ah, just so cheesy. And and I do like when they get to smack. I like I like that. So that's the best part yes. of it. I want to mm-hmm. get there. But uh, yeah, yeah, definitely a left turn downhill from here. Uh, Kirby, what do you think? I totally agree. It was the smog scene where it's Bilbo in the mountain of gold is one of the most beautifully rendered scenes mm-hmm. I have ever seen. You know, if I could just watch that, you know, 10 minute clip yeah, and added it to part of a different film, it would have been very successful. But yeah, to bring in, you know, this town of people that we're just meeting and, you know, we're poking yeah. this dragon and it's going to come out and basically massacre the entire town. 
yeah. you know, just so that it, it just completely threw off the tone and the vibe of the whole trilogy yeah. of the Hobbit films. I did not care for it. It just felt like we were stretching yeah. so hard to get to these three films and you I really agree. feel it in this one. Mm-hmm. The the way we had glamour shots and mountains and uh and the original yeah, Lord of the Rings. Swine. Oh yeah. We had like yep. I mean glamour shots of everything. I mean just long panned out shots of mountains, dragons, villages, like yeah. oh my god, I get it. It looks good. Let's get to the point. Let's get to the movie. It's beautiful. No more establishing shots, please. Um that said, um the dragon. Yeah. Shit, right? Yeah. You look at that, you're like, wow. Benedict Cumberbatch, awesome. Yeah. Um, yes. the, the, they had a budget and right. they used any <laughs> that they had, they didn't cut any, co- they spared no expense. They, yeah. you know, right. they, they didn't use a coupon to pay for right. this movie. They put the money in to make it look great. And it did, but for all the other reasons you both mentioned, I agree. It, it, it didn't live up to the first one for me. Um, that said, I still like this one probably more than those Lord of the Rings ones. Uh, Whoa. Yeah. I, I still. I still do because it's still for me. Uh, again, Bilbo is more entertaining of a character. Oh, he, he, that guy's great. He's, He's great. So that great that I great. still will follow him yeah. on his adventure. I think the uh, there were very good moments too between but, Bilbo and Gollum. Right. As I'm recalling it right now in my head, you know, I think I saw the movie about twice. I feel like he almost became like maybe it's in the third film. I like I feel like Bilbo all of a sudden he became a side character. I think yeah. like he almost like wasn't. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it's the third one I can't remember, but I feel like he almost got forgotten about. You know, right. um, you know. But I agree. He, that guy, the energy that guy brought to the film really made it magical. Which brings us to the last film, the Battle of the Five Armies. And Oof. I'm not gonna lie, this is like there's nothing. Here's a, here, let me tell you something. There's bad movies and there's movies that you just can't remember. And this is one of those movies that it's not a bad movie. It's not I, awful, it's the worst movie. The most I can't, forgettable. I can't recall anything about this. Yes. Me either. Yeah. I can't. I, the only I thing recall I wrote one down, thing. My the thing I remembered is I think in the beginning I like Smog. I like him, but they kind of kill him early. Yeah, you know, I feel you kind of. I yep. mean, you kind of build that up a little, yep. and then then you yep. kill him. It was like five minutes. Yep. Like he gets like harpoon. He's like. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> if you were late to the film because you were in the popcorn line, you completely missed what happened yeah. to Smog. Like, why wait to do that in three? Why don't you end that with two? Yeah, I agree. Exactly. It made no sense. Yeah. And, and I think this movie also has, I'm pretty sure, going by memory here, uh, I can never pronounce this right, Legag- L- Lagalos? Uh, just the video game. Legolas? That's it. Him. When he's climbing on the steps, he's like running up the blocks, right? That thing. He is and, an agile, agile man. Yes. Right. And then um, I think this movie too, if I remember correctly, there was a thing I'm like, uh, like we saw, you talk about stretching or padding. I think this was, it was almost like a quasi like love story or something with a with a human. Yes. And I remember like, yeah. like just get at. I want to see Martin. Frank. Can we get just get to we want to get to? I don't know why they they they're almost insisted on like making these movies long because they want to keep up with the epicness. Epicness doesn't have to do anything with length or you know, sure. quantity. It's about quality. Okay, but I think this one had to do with we discovered that actually we have zero female characters in this plot line, and so yeah. now we oh, need to yeah. introduce a female. And then unfortunately, it has to be about a love triangle between her and a dwarf and Legolas, and that was so unnecessary. But yeah, yeah it just spirals. I think from there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my comments, the notes that I took down, um, it's funny because it's almost essentially exactly what Mike said. 
Uh, my first comment is that it's rel relatively forgettable was the first right. thing that I wrote down. And it is. I don't remember much about it except for the fight with Smog is so quick. Yeah. yeah. Built up yeah. a fight and you could it with a dragon. You promised me a fight with the dragon. And then they were like, and Nothing. he's gone. And that's it. Bye. -bye. Yeah. <laughs> I finally got the speed I was looking for. And it was, that was too quick. For so, some reason, yes. when they shoot him with that harpoon, I don't know why. It always reminds me. Remember American, American Gladiators when, like, you shoot, like, they did that, yeah. <laughs> like, the tennis balls? Like, it's when they could, like, then the, uh, they hide, like, like, behind the, the little thing and they, like, duck and they shoot the tennis ball. Yeah, and, and, and you like, shoot yes. the target and beats the gladiator. Yeah. I always thought, like, they just push that one button. It's like, you know, like, it just reminded me of American Gladiators. But uh, <laughs> it was it was really <laughs> just ridiculous. It really is yeah. a video game. Like they were like, "How can we? How can we make the video game feel like the movie?" I know. We'll just do the same thing. It was really not great. I put in here it is not as strong as the other Hobbit movies or Lord of the Rings movies in my notes. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. I, for me, when you name a film the Battle of the Five Armies and you're following that first trilogy that had some of the best battle sequences in cinematic history, how do you top that? when the stakes are just so much lower, right? Yeah. And you can say that it's five armies coming together and, you know, creating this this uh, army of elves and dwarves and we're all coming together, but it just felt like it didn't matter in, in the end, right? Like this is not the battle for the world. This is the battle for a mountain. Right. And so then I just didn't, I didn't care, honestly. I, did, I was not invested. Yeah. All yeah. right. Let's rank these bad boys, yeah. huh? So <laughs> we'll go, we'll go, we'll kind of go like we'll go six, 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 we'll go five, 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 you know? So okay. uh, for okay. me, I'll, yeah, like kind of we just left off. B B Battle of the Five Armies, the Hobbit. That's number, right, number six. Mm -hmm. Yep, mine me too. Me too. Okay. Yep. All right, well, we all agreed on something. Hey, 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 to go downhill. All right. Uh, I think this is where we might start getting messy now. I'm curious for PJ and, mm. and Kirby, but no, at number five, I put Desolation of Smaug, you know? I did, too. Ooh, I put Fellowship of the Ring. Wow! Oh, that, that hurts me in my soul. It's going to keep like, hurting, don't worry. Exactly in my soul. It's only going to get worse. Mm -hmm. Okay, here we go. Uh, uh, we're four, right? We're up to four now. Yep. Uh, I have yep. uh, the first Hobbit, Unexpected Journey. I have number four. Me, too. I have the two towers. Wow. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, number three. Now this is where we're getting to the the, the creme la creme. Obviously, we knew it was gonna be there. I knew it was gonna be the OG here, but I have for me, I have Return of the King. I, you know, you know, okay. some of these are obviously my my preference. I don't know if in terms of you know, I'm trying to do the best I can, but for me, yeah, yep. preference. Mm-hmm. Mine's the two towers. Uh, my number three is Return of the King. I oh okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we're at number two. I have Fellowship of the Ring. I also have Fellowship of the Ring. I put the Desolation of Smog. Wow. Wow. Uh, and number one, I have Two Towers. For me, it could have went either with Fellowship or Two Towers, but maybe Two Towers, I think I just because uh, I love Gollum. You know, I guess so, sure. you know. What about you, Kirby? Yep, okay. Yep. PJ, what, I'm, I'm lost. What was yours? Number one, I took I The Unexpected know. Journey. I wow. <laughs> I, I feel can like watch we're that trying one to be anti, yeah. like, go with the flow on this one. I, I told you I have some strong opinions about these, uh, about these Lord me of the Rings, too. about these hobbits. Yes. Mm -hmm. okay. I don't, I don't okay. think they're inviting me to the Shire for any dinner parties. I don't think right. that's happening. You know, you can actually just buy a ticket and show up, so. 
there's no there's no list yeah yeah so i just kind of want to just kind of briefly talk about you know the, the original i guess uh i guess animated film was 1977 yep. which you think about is crazy that's when star wars came out right 77 so what a time for sci-fi fantasy and then you have this you know i'm not sure if it was released in, i'm assuming it's a recent i don't really don't know the history i don't know if it was released in theaters or what but um right. very interesting mm-hmm. um it's dark it is yeah. dark mm-hmm. you know you think animation i'm gonna sit down my child and let them watch this and obviously 70s animation steers towards pretty <laughs> pretty dark but yeah, I just rewatched it uh, to prepare for this, and it is trippy and it is dark. You know, I I wouldn't recommend it to to the average user necessarily. It's very stylized. Mmm, good work. And I'm kind of curious for you guys. I never seen the series. It looked like a misfire. Um, the mm-hmm. Amazon series. I think it was called Lord sure. of the Rings. I guess. Rings of Power. Oh, that's Rings it. Power. That's it. Mm-hmm. I yeah. I couldn't get through it. Shocking. Oh. <laughs> shocking you know i thought you were gonna say you loved it no notes <laughs> no i i couldn't get it through i couldn't get through it either i started the first few and then decided that it would be better to wait and then watch them all in in succession right. and see if i could pick up on um, these themes and it still was difficult to watch i that one hurts me. It's really unfortunate. You have so much money and, you know, so much support. And then to have that go so far awry is, it's a heartbreaker. Yeah. Mm-hmm. An expensive heartbreaker. A very expensive heartbreaker. Yeah. Yeah. That um, took a very long time to make. Imagine putting that much time, money, right. and effort into something and then not being good. Right. Right. I think that's probably all of our fears as creators, right? You, you start off well, and then ultimately it can get to something you don't recognize anymore. Yep. Yeah. Oof. Um, yeah, and then just kind of just wrap things up in this kind of, you know, yeah. I've played a lot of the video games, but, you know. I, I did. Imagine, oh, I didn't even know they had. I mean, I know they had RPGs. They were in great games. Um, oh, I enjoyed, really? I thought they were, for the time? What are, what are they, like, like a, like a. What's that like Warcraft kind of thing? Are you doing is it that kind of thing or is it it's, I really don't know. Yeah, it's not like free free form where you can kind of create your own adventure, but I didn't okay, I'm not good at them. I didn't get very far right. in the game. The the one I played the most was following the the plot of the film and you could switch characters right. and I I'm not much of a gamer. I have no instinct or skill, so I am not a great person to represent these. But I enjoyed playing them as much as I could. <laughs> I I didn't love them, but I don't know if it's just because it was something I didn't love in general. So sure. it's, you know, yeah. you playing I'm playing through a game of a movie that I didn't like, so the story right. is there. That might be why I didn't think they were great games. Uh, yeah, you know, yeah. That's probably why. That's fair. I I do I do. Say this: If you're gonna play a video game, just because I love these series, I love when Lego makes video games. Mm-hmm. Like I love Lego Batman video games. I love like the Harry Potter yeah. ones. And I know they made a Lord of the Rings. I love Lego, yeah. So I think I if I I never played them, but I if I had to bet money, they're probably fun to play the Lego version. Any Lego version yeah. video game, those I, are always I great. like. Those are always fun. The I agree with part, that. And they're funny, you know. And the, those are just really fun. To, they always kind of do like, their own little spin on the story yeah. sometimes too. So okay. I like that. And I just wanted to pitch my idea, if you guys don't mind, of a ride, if right. I had to my own ride. Yes. Um, I feel like Universal, they would fit really good with Universal mm-hmm. Studios. If you're familiar with Islands of Adventure, they have a land. Mm-hmm. It's kind of getting smaller and smaller now. It's, oh, my God, what was it called? 
Oh, it was like Mystical Land. I don't know. Dude, I can't think of the name right now. Oh, The Lost Continent. That's it. Yeah. Uh, and that's where they had, and, and then when Harry Potter came, they started. They took everything over. But I yeah, think you can make a very small, isolated part in, uh, in that park where they have, I don't know if you guys remember, Poseidon's Fury, which was like yes, a show. Yes, sure do. That, and they also have a, uh, I think they stopped it too. They, uh, it was called Sinbad's yeah. Revenge. I don't know. That was like no, a, Revenge, yeah. But you can do a live action show, some magic and, you know, some like action yeah. thing. You can do that there. But I think for a theme park ride, what I would do is, I think Universal is missing a, uh, like a log flume ride. I know they have Dudley do rights. Uh, they do, yep. They do, um, but that thing is a death trap. Right, right, and that ride is really more like to get soaked and everything. And I think they can make this more of like a splash mountain, where like maybe mm. you have like going around by the mountain, or maybe the maybe you incorporate all the films, even the Hobbit. You have, you yeah. know, you go through the like the treasure of the smell. Like, I really think you can do that there, and you make it a very small section. You know, you can do it right in that little continent. Almost like taking a Pirates of the Caribbean, but just putting a little more thrill to yes, it. Yes, there you go. Right, Bingo, right. PJ. Immersive. See, I would rather do like a Mines of Moria, like roller coaster where you run into the Bell Rock and then you fall with Gandalf. Yeah. Like, that would be epic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, all potential. Uh, for sure. I'm sure that I'm sure someone's kind of itching to do that. Um, right. They could yeah. make a, an entire Lord of the Rings theme park in New Zealand and make right. it a destination. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. I mean, a lot of people go to Hobbiton. I'm actually scheduled to go there in December. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm really excited. My first time I had it planned for COVID and then it's been like five years so I can finally get on the island again. And I feel like they they want visitors to New Zealand, but at their own pace. So I don't know if they would ever build a right. theme park around the War of the Rings. I would go. I would go. But yeah, we'll see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. it's a different wait, lifestyle out there. Mm-hmm, for sure. Um, but folks, um, fasten your seatbelt because we have a pop quiz for Kirby. Oof. Oh, God. So, so Kirby, I, I am nervous. It's be been too- a while. You might be doing this on your own because uh, I don't really know enough to even do trivia. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try my best, but I'm fairly certain so, that you're gonna win this pop quiz battle. Yeah. Okay. So do you like chime in or how does this work? Whoever answers well, first. Yep, that's it. Okay. There's 11 questions. Uh, if there is needed a a uh, um a tiebreaker, I doubt I will need it, but <laughs> um but here we go. Excuse me. So and the folks at home, you know. Comment on our Instagram or YouTube uh, video and let us know how you did. Um, now, look, I don't know if these are super hard. These are the ones that I found online, so I kind of knew, honestly. Um, but here we go. So uh, these aren't any kind of particular order. These are mainly on the original trilogy. So um, here we go. Um, how many rings of power were made for the elves, dwarves, and men? Seven, three, and nine. Whoa! Yeah, uh, three for elves, seven for dwarves, nine for men. Yeah, I never would have gotten they that. were all deceived, for another was made. One ring to rule them all. One ring to find them. One ring to bring them all. And in the darkness, find them. Oh! Oh. Okay. Um, Nerd. Nerd alert. Mm-hmm. What is the name of the sword that Bilbo gives Frodo? Ding. Yes. Mm-hmm. I thought his name was Frank. I guess I was wrong. <laughs> Frank. Oh, it's nickname. So, yes. Nickname. 
Nice. Well, that's pretty good, PJ. Okay. Um, <laughs> you might be able to get this one then. Uh, this might be a, a fairly easy one then. What color does a sword uh, sting turn with? Blue. Okay. <laughs> PJ, did you know that at all? Or? I had no clue. Okay. Okay. I can't lose this to you guys. Like, I would take it personally. So I'm going to jump the gun if I can. That's oh, fine. Sure, if you, you wouldn't have a chance at losing because I know none of these. Yeah. Okay. Fair. Fair. Um, Name uh, Gollum's friend who we choked to get the Ring of Power. Eagle. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa, that was close. But it does go to Kerb, but PJ, that was very good. I'm ha- I'm so happy you, you even were able to even <laughs> almost give Kirby a run for money right there. Um, okay, how about this one? Name Sam's favorite pony. Bill. Yes. <laughs> I just thought it was funny because you have all these unique names. I know. And, and it's like just... Game of Thrones, right? Bill. It's like Peter and then, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So you might get this one. PJ, you might get this one or uh-huh. kind of this one might be a toss-up. Okay. So this is just kind of not really so much about the like the movies, really more, I guess, the like it's the Hollywood section of it. Okay. So Elrond was played by, hopefully I'm pronouncing that right, was played by Hugo Weaving. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, Agent Smith. For some of us who don't know the films, okay. But what rock star was originally asked to play the part, but he declined it? David Bowie. Whoa! I, oh. I think I actually did know that. Wow! <laughs> but not nearly as fast. I Whoa! Have to think. Holy smokes! Okay. <clears throat> uh, the only way to destroy the Ring of Power is to throw it into what fires? Like what? Uh, it's a volcano. Mount but... Doom. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> it's a volcano. Yeah. It's yeah. like a volcano. I think it's yeah. in Hawaii. <laughs> close, close. Um, what does Gollum call the Ring of Power? His precious. My precious. Oh. <laughs> I got one. He yeah. shut out. <laughs> no, he does not call it his precious. It's my precious. Okay. okay. Well, right. I, I mean, <laughs> very good. Okay. Um. For what special occasion does Gandalf return to uh, return to the Shire? What's the reason why? Bilbo's 111th birthday. Whoa! Holy cow! That was like I don't know. I might maybe it's Ty Jones. You know, I know you had the specific birthday date. You know, but uh, PJ said say birthday. Holy shit! Wow. Um, I'll just keep that as Blank Jones. I mean, she's still in the lead. Yeah, <laughs> yeah by a lot. <laughs> uh, who does Sam marry at the end of Return of the King? Frodo. Rosie Cotton, but you know, deleted scene. I think we would have all accepted that as well. I'm pretty sure it's Frodo. Yeah. Okay. Last one. Oh, sorry, Kirby. You gonna say something else? Nope. Okay. (laughs) Go ahead. Okay. So, um, I guess this is a. There's multiple answers to this question. Oh, good. Maybe I have a chance of getting one of them. Okay. So. Name Led Zeppelin songs that talk about Lord of the Rings. Oh. What? Um, Stairway to Heaven. No, I don't. I think it's inspired by, but someone's actually referenced it. Okay, so interesting. Okay, so it's a uh, uh, ramble on. We, all, the, all these I recommend all of our listeners listen to. Ramble on. Really? Because he says really? uh, uh, he says Gollum in the in the evil, oh. you know. But um, yeah. really great song. Just in the darkest depths of Mordor, my metal. Got him at the evil wall, crept up and slipped away with her. 
uh, Misty, Misty Mountain Hop, which is a badass song. Uh, that song goes like, dun, 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 dun. it has a hop to it, so Misty Mountain Hop. And lastly, which is a really beautiful song, uh, is Battle of Evermore. So, mm. so I definitely recommend I know the Ed Sheeran song written for the Lord of the Rings. Oh. I didn't know about the Led Zeppelin one. Yeah, yeah. Check Ram- those out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ramble on, Misty Mountain Hop, and Battle of Evermore. It's so. funny that Ramble on is about Lord of the Rings, seeing as how those movies just ramble on. Right, maybe that's <laughs> right. Um, yeah, so well done. Well, clearly Kirby won from a score of eight to one. Um, well done. So uh, Kirby, I think it'd be fair to say that you are the Lord of the Rings. So, <laughs> but uh, before we cut loose. Uh, Kirby, where can uh, our listeners uh, follow you, or you know, where, where else can they you know see your stuff? Yeah, it's not just Lord of the Rings I talk about, though I do. Um, check out my Instagram; it's Popcorny Movies. So the username is at popcorny.movies, and I've got a website for my original works. That's kirbytaylor.com. Fantastic! And uh, thanks for joining us. We uh, we really appreciate you being here with us, and. Uh, I, it's good that you had a, a good perspective on these movies because if it was just me talking about these things, I think our audience would have just clo- just immediately X'd out of this podcast and said, no, I'm not listening to this guy. So thank you for yep. bringing the positive because I, I think it'll go over a great way with our fans. Yeah. And I, I also wanted to, uh, you know, say, Kirby, you know, you know, because, you know, for folks at home, we were actually trying to schedule this and get it on. I got to say, getting to know you more, Kirby. Um, I, it would be okay with you. I think, uh, can we be officially friends? Are we friends now, not just Instagram buddies? Are we friends now? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Friends. Okay, Great. cool. Okay. You'll, you'll, you'll yes. join us again for another episode in the future? Yeah. Yep, I will, Great. as long as it's not about Christopher Nolan. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Uh-huh. Uh, you listened to that one, huh? You didn't appreciate I sure me. did. You didn't appreciate me comparing him to a butter knife, huh? I didn't. Um... It was uh, really easy to visualize, though, so good work. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, um, but folks at home, thanks for listening. And uh, if you like this episode, check out the one Kirby did with us where we talked about do modern movies suck. And uh, really, thanks again for coming on, Kirby. It was, it, you, were, you were fantastic. Thank you so much. Yeah, thanks, guys. Happy to be here. Yeah. Uh, you know the deal, folks. Same time, same table. Have a good one. Hey kids, it's your Uncle TJ here. Hope you enjoyed that trip through the Shire with our pal Kirby when we discussed the Lord of the Rings. We're going to be changing gears next week and we're going to be talking about our favorite heavy metal bands. So we hope to see you there. Thanks for coming. Make good choices. Boys and girls, lunchtime is over. Please visit PJ and Mike's website, coolkidslunchtable.podbean.com for more information. Follow the boys on all social media apps. Just search Cool Kids Lunch Table Podcast. Now get to class before you get to tension.
We do not stop till nightfall. What about breakfast? We've already had it. We've had one, yes. What about second breakfast? 